0: The blast from our past network. This week on Talking Back. Alien versus Predator is cool, but what about Alien versus Predator versus the Thing versus Jaws? Talking Back. Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me as usual this week is the co-host with the mo-host, Dean.
1: Oh, nice. Co-hostess with the (laughs) mostess?
0: I didn't go co-hostess because I didn't want to call you a hostess. Right,
1: okay. Uh, Co-host with the most, I like it. Thanks for that nickname, I'd have nothing for you.
0: You're welcome I think last week I failed to mention you were the co-host, so I thought I would like ramp it up this time
1: okay uh you're you're the host who likes to boast that he's good at podcasting How's that one? not great okay I'll work on it
0: but you were under you were under the gun
1: right? I was.
0: you um you didn't have time to prepare I took all of about 30 seconds before we started recording to think about what i was gonna do
1: okay yeah if i had 30 seconds
0: i'd be able to come up with something yeah i'm sure i'm sure you could come up with something yeah uh how are you doing dean
1: i'm fantastic how are you tim i feel like i've been coming into these uh last couple ones down but today i'm up yeah i'm fantastic you got your energy today got
0: the energy um you can probably see the beads of sweat already forming on my brow
1: i can i can as soon as we like hopped on hopped on this call here you were you were taking sweat out of your eyes (laughs) you look like (laughs) you were you look like you were in pain immediately
0: (laughs) my eye yeah 15 seconds in and my eyes were stinging from the sweat yeah um i'm not alone in studio today the guns are out with me again? The
1: guns are there. Yes, I can see them. This I, I like this. This should become a new thing.
0: It's this classic summer heat that's just rocking in studio. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But this movie doesn't make sense for it this time. That's the weird thing.
1: That's true. This We should be
0: wearing parkas, which they were not in this movie. Well, I will not be wearing a parka either. How about you? You're in the. You've got the AC. Your studio's AC'd. Yeah, my
1: studio is AC'd. I actually got into studio and I got a little chill, so I covered it up. It was
0: a little too uh, cold in here. Uh, nice, nice. Thanks, Dean. Yeah, that's great. Great. <laughs> Glad you're so chilled over there. It's awesome. Why don't you throw a sweater on and rub it in? I should. Yeah. 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 Well, I like your uh, I like your Jaws shirt.
1: Thank you. I thought I'd be on brand today and wear a Jaws shirt.
0: Yeah, because that's what we're talking about, Jaws. Yeah, right,
1: right? We're talking about Jaws. Yeah, Alien versus Jaws. This movie gave me some Jaws 3, Jaws 4 feels, actually. I could see that. It was totally in the realm of like, I really, really like it, even though I can tell it's not like, I can, when people say they don't like it, I can understand that, but I really like it.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Dean, we're talking about Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Dean, this is because the listeners wanted it. Great. i think we were gonna we were gonna get to this one eventually because i did want to talk about it i like it uh but uh, not really this quickly but now that we have um like three uh predators after this to talk about uh, i thought we would just squeeze this one in
1: yeah i like that i've been i've been uh getting into this predator guy that i didn't know anything about he's tim
0: tim borderline i know what you, i know what he, you're gonna say borderline
1: tim he's becoming a best friend I know that. I He's, know he
0: will be by the end of this he will be. I think be. he will be. He's a pretty great guy. He is a great guy. All of them. And gals. I think there's probably gals as oh, well. Oh, for
1: sure. There's definitely gals.
0: They might all be gals. We don't know. True. We can't we can't tell what their sex is, so um, it's we shouldn't just call them guys. Sometimes I just say guys as like a general term for everybody. I don't actually mean guys. Like I'll actually say too when I just see some girls and be like, hey guys, what's up? You know, uh, well I don't mean you know mean it that way. I should probably change that because yeah, to- they're I, not guys.
1: Totally, but- I do it too. I try to I try to uh pepper in some everyone instead of guys. Like, you yeah, know, how how how's everyone doing? Um Right. So, hey yeah, everyone. These uh these these preds, they're uh I'm liking them.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um sorry. Your mic's I, melting uh, again. Yeah, if I see me my- if I seem absent right now, my mic has started to melt again. What's happening with that thing? This is just... a theme. It melts. It's uh in the the screw, heat... my man. In the heat of the studio, in the heat of the summer,
1: this some bitch melts. It, it does. It's kind of funny to watch it on screen just slowly drop out of the picture. Just so, so slowly. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm and then i can it. see
1: the panic on your face as you're just kind of looking at it and you don't want to do anything but you also need to do something you're just hoping it'll stop but it just keeps slowly going and then i know <laughs> i'm just talking
0: to a wall at that point <laughs> it's like i don't even really notice it then you know i don't really notice it for a while i don't notice it going down yeah when i notice it is when it's like below my chin right and i'm thinking did i set the mic up like that
1: yeah. So then you start looking at it, and then you notice it starts slowly going. Then away. I notice
0: it moving. Yeah.
1: yeah. You got to prop it up.
0: Sorry, sorry about that, everybody. I tightened things up. Uh, I had I had tightened it up before, but apparently that didn't work. But it's tightened up again. So let's keep going.
1: Okay. This your your uh your your mic screw there is about as loose as the plot of this movie.
0: Uh yeah, I agree with that. It's it's not very it's not very tight. I know. No, I I understood what you said. That was was a good one, right? I did like that. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'll uh, insert applause for you there.
1: (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Just trying to segue us into the movie, Tim. We're very good at that.
0: We are. Yeah. Uh, listen, Dean. Speaking of Alien versus Predator, and movies, how's that? How's that for one? It was good. (laughs) Um, well, Alien. The concept of Alien versus Predator takes us all the way back to 1989 with the comic book series. That's cool. cool. That's very cool. Dean, have you you read any of them?
1: Um, I have read some. I'm not sure. I haven't read any of those old ones. I've read some newer stuff, some newer crossovers.
0: Yeah, I know we read some of the newer stuff. Uh, There's some new stuff that I know you've read that I've read, which is very good. Yeah. I've read some of the old stuff. It's a lot of fun, actually. It'd be uh, cool to cover on the podcast. Luckily, we have a very flexible podcast here, and we can cover all sorts of different content. Totally.
1: Like And the listeners don't even have to request this one. We'll just do it on our own.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, usually we just do stuff on our own. Now, Dean, I can see it on your face. You're asking, why did it take so long for us to get an Alien versus Predator movie?
1: Right, yeah. I actually wrote right? that down on a piece of paper and I was holding it up to the screen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll have you know, Dean, the original script for Alien versus Predator was written in the year 1990.
1: Well, that's just one year after that comic book came out, Tim. You took the words out of my mouth. And 14 years before we got this movie.
0: That's right. So, uh, that original script was based on the comic books and what was going on in those. In 1991, the writer successfully pitched his concept to Fox. And then, Dean, we go into this magical place called Production Hell that oh, okay. we, we we know so much about, right?
1: Right, right, so for- right. Yes, we know production hell for sure. Is that where the event horizon went? When it, like, went through that black hole? Did it go through production hell and then came no, out? No, that was
0: just straight hell. Straight oh, straight, to, straight hell. to hell. Okay. Yeah, uh, but it's in production hell for 11 years waiting for the movie to be made. Alien versus Predator has four producers working on the film, all of which worked on either the Alien or Predator franchise. Great. Yeah, that's great. Um, Paul William Scott Anderson approaches the producer one of the producers john davis with a script that he'd spent eight years writing and john davis is impressed and dean i'm impressed Tim, eight years on a script
1: i'm impressed now that's got to be the the long script record right
0: that so far i'm talking back that's the longest time to write a script that we know of he
1: crushed that one year script writing he did
0: yeah so that's uh that's You'd th- you'd hope after eight years you got a tight script.
1: I mean, you would really hope. I mean, that's as good as it's gonna get. If it's you'd if it, so. you got nothing else in the tank, if it's eight years,
0: that's right. Uh, now, Dean, before the studio gives Alien vs. Predator the green light, James Cameron had been working on a story for the next Alien movie, and Ridley Scott had spoken to him and let him know about his idea to do the Alien's origin story, which he eventually does. Mm-hmm. So Cameron learns that the studio's intent is to make the next Alien movie an Alien versus Predator, and he backs out. Uh, he says um, it's going to kill the validity of the Alien franchise, which I understand. That's fine. I, I um, definitely
1: get it, um, especially with this movie. If you're trying to do like a canon thing with all the movies, you know it doesn't really fit. But
0: yeah. But listen to this, after James Cameron sees the movie Dean, he admits that he likes it and he rates it number 3 in the in the Alien series. That's right. That's fucking right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that guy knows what's up. <laughs> I would also probably rate it number 3 of the like at that time. You
0: know, like 2004,
1: yeah, so? I'd probably rate it number 3.
0: Um yeah, it's kind of it's it's the bottom for me. It's at the bottom.
1: Oh yeah, is that number 5 then?
0: yeah i think yeah yeah okay yeah i'm yeah i'm pretty sure resurrection was out at that time uh yeah actually it was i know i know it was because i'm so smart <laughs> you're so
1: smart tim. I'm, so, I'm so
0: smart tim you're so smart tim, uh, tim yeah yeah sorry
1: can you hear my cat in the background he's losing his mind no
0: okay no, i can't okay but good i i can't okay but your your mic might be picking it up
1: right i hope not you might have a lot of editing ahead of you. If no, he's, I'll,
0: leave, I'll leave it in for everybody if he is. He's
1: losing his mind at the door right now.
0: Dean Ridley Scott said he could never bring himself to watch it, so he didn't have a comment about it. Oh,
1: so he, huh. I mean, you got to watch. You got to have a comment to watch it.
0: I mean, he didn't have a comment. No, though, I know, so but he,
1: he should watch it and he should come out and just say he likes it or not. Just do it.
0: Maybe. I'm I don't calling
1: know. him out right now.
0: Strikes me as a busy guy.
1: Right. And I'm pretty sure now, if he watched it, he would not like it at all after the movies he's put out.
0: No, yeah. His stuff is so good.
1: Well, it's so good. Yeah, and I know he goes he, I know totally he like to another it. direction than this movie's going.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. So, Dean, scriptwriter Paul William Scott Anderson ends up being selected to actually direct the movie as well. Perfect. Now, up until this point, Paul Anderson had a hit or miss record with his movies in 1995, he directs *Mortal Kombat*, hit, which has a, which ha, yes hit, okay okay let's play that game yeah uh, *Mortal Kombat*. He has a it's a budget of 18 million and it grosses 120 million.
1: Wow, that is hit. Whoa, cool, that's a hit. In
0: 1997, he directs *Event Horizon*, hit, which has a budget of 60 million and grosses only 27 million.
1: Mm, sounds like a miss, Tim. It was a miss. It's a hit. 90- it's a hit in my home. <laughs>
0: Oh, dude, I love Event Horizon. In 98, he directs Soldier with Kurt Russell. Hit. Which has a budget of $60 million and grosses a whopping $15 million.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. Paul.
0: Wow. Paulie,
1: you got Kurt Russell. What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I don't, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, it, that Kurt Russell was not the problem.
1: Right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, he rocks in that movie. I don't remember that movie at all. I just do remember watching it and liking it.
0: I remember liking Kurt Russell and just the movie yeah. being ultra weak.
1: I couldn't tell you one thing that happens in
0: it. Um, I remember it being really dusty. Ooh, like a, a really dusty, dusty, dusty environment. Flick. Yeah, that's about it.
1: Interesting. And
0: Kurt Russell like f- acting confused a lot.
1: Oh, it's uh, Tim. It sounds great. How could that be I bad? I know.
0: <sighs> no kidding. How could that be bad? It oh, sounds goodness. amazing. Uh, 2002 Dean, he directs, produces and writes. Resident Evil Apocalypse.
1: No, just Resident Evil.
0: Resident Evil Apocalypse.
1: No, he directs the first one. He directs Resident Evil. I don't think he directs Apocalypse. No? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Here, we'll do... I'll look up IMDb here.
0: Okay, you look it up. I'll provide um, interlude music.
1: Oh, cool, cool, cool. It's here. Resident Evil. Written written by and... uh, And directed, but not Apocalypse. He doesn't come back till Afterlife.
0: Okay, so just Resident Evil then.
1: Yeah.
0: Huge. So No Apocalypse. No Apocalypse. He he
1: wrote Apocalypse though. He wrote Apocalypse. He didn't direct it.
0: Okay, so then the first Resident Evil. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. This, that's so embarrassing after I just told everyone how intelligent I am and how smart I am.
1: Tim, that's it's okay. so embar-
0: That's so embarrassing.
1: Tim, where what what, ep- we're, what episode are we on? We're in the 60s. That's your first slip up in 60 some episodes. I'm so
0: sorry everybody. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I um apologize immensely. Dean, Resident Evil. Huge fucking hit, huge. Yeah, cuz you got IMDb open. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah, now uh, now I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> budget of 33 million, gross is 103 mil.
1: Oh, nice. Yes.
0: So, um e- <laughs> It's funny. Even though I told you that he was a hit and miss guy, <laughs> yeah. you called out hit for every single one of them. Yeah, I did call it hit so, for every single one of them Tim, because he's a hit. I feel like you didn't understand the rules of the game, but oh, that's okay. Oh, maybe not. The point the point here, Dean, is that he's a big hit or miss guy right. so far in his career. He's t- he's done some other stuff, but these ones, out of these ones, he's two and two. Okay? Yeah. So, Dean, what do you think for Alien versus Predator, hit or miss?
1: Oh, I know this. I know this is a hit. I know... I know this made a ton of money.
0: Okay, Well, you'd be correct. The budget was sixty million, and it grossed one hundred and eighty million. Okay, so a huge nice. hit.
1: Yeah, because even like even if it's not good, the fans are gonna go to it to see it. Like you just gotta go to it if you're a fan of either of the two franchises.
0: 100%. People have been waiting for this for so long yeah. that of course you're going to go. You know who check You know out. whose
1: money is in that in 2004? Mine. And I had not seen a single alien movie or a
0: single predator movie and I just knew I had to go to this. Nice. Yeah, I went to this too, for sure. So, along with Paul Anderson, our boys Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett, who created and wrote the original Alien are also credited with the story in Alien vs. Predator.
1: Great, because they're the best.
0: They are the best. They're heroes. However, however, we love them. Those guys rule. Yeah. However, they were never actually a part of the production. Mm. They had to file for arbitration when they felt like some of their unused ideas from Alien were being used in this movie.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, so a couple of borrowed ideas included the use of a pyramid... And the cocoon scene, which had originally been shot in Alien, but not included in the movie until the director's cut that came out two months after Alien vs. Predator. So they basically said, look, there's a lot of ideas here that are in our original script, and we feel like we're being ripped off, so we want credit for it, and, you know obviously i guess more than anything to be paid yeah so they didn't really do anything on the movie but they got credited with writing helping to write the story
1: interesting okay well i guess that's how you do it yeah you uh, that's you how don't you have get to paid. do you don't have to do it's any work get and you get
0: paid that's right now uh i think it's worth noting that uh mr arnold schwarzenegger was willing to reprise his role as dutch yeah for a small cameo in this movie that
1: would have been awesome if he
0: lost the election for governor but he won oh really Yes. Yeah, and Sigourney Weaver was happy not to be in the film saying a possible film crossover was the reason she wanted her character to die in the first place. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she also thought the concept sounded awful, so
1: But also she... it's in 2004. How do you get her in this movie? What she's a is she even born?
0: Oh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they would just change the story, like right, change right, the right. year or something like that. You get some the right, and some edits. I'm getting
1: wrapped up in canon. I already said you got to throw that out oh the window. Oh
0: my goodness, Dean. Settle down. Oh my goodness. How dare you? How dare you worry about what year she's... I don't know. worry about timelines. That's the easiest thing to change. I'm sorry. All you need is an eraser. Okay, Dean, did you have anything you wanted to say before we jump into the story?
1: I actually do. I do this time, Tim. I usually don't. But... Mm. When I, wa- when I was watching, Yes, when I was watching this movie and I was getting those Jaws 3, Jaws 4 feels, I actually came to a realization that is much like your Jaws 3, sorry, Jaws 3D being better than Return of the Jedi. Okay. I have a similar claim, I think, after watching this movie. Oh, and it wow. is between the two Paul Andersons. And I think, for me, I enjoy Paul W.S. Anderson more than paul thomas anderson and i know i'm not saying he's a better filmmaker i know paul thomas anderson is one of the greats there will be blood you know great movie master great movie phantom thread great movie i love those movies but if you put all those movies out and you put them against movies like resident evil event horizon avp mortal Kombat, i want ws i want paul ws anderson i think that i prefer his movies over paul thomas anderson
0: okay First of all, you're going to get in a lot of trouble for saying something like that. I know. Uh, Second of all, we have to clarify though, Dean, because I never said that I thought Jaws 3D was better than Return of the Jedi. I said the opposite. But what I did say is that put those movies in front of me, which one am I going to choose? I'm going to choose to watch Jaws 3D because for me, it's more fun. It's, uh, It's just a really fun movie. And if I just kind of want to you know, watch something enjoyable, it's going to be that out of those two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I said it. I, I, I it assume you're, I assume you're, you're meaning the same thing. Like yeah. you, if you want to watch one of these movies, you're going to, you're going to sit down, you're going to pick the fun one, right? We're yeah. fun. We like, we like the fun stuff. I love, um, both of the Paul Andersons. I think both of their stuff are are very, very good. And you know, one of them is uh, different than the other. But yeah, I mean, I definitely can see where you're coming from there, and and I'm not going to give you any heat for it. But uh, definitely, uh, I know some people. If I told them this, that you'd get in a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah. Well, so, you, Tim, you. I will tell them. I'll keep it a, a secret. <laughs> you have a lot of heat to give right now because you are just sweating. So <laughs> the fact that you aren't giving any heat is a good sign. It's a good start. Um, I I did set it up wrong. You're right. You said that you would just rather watch Jaws. 3D instead of Return of the Jedi, and that's exactly how I feel. I know Paul Thomas Anderson is a better filmmaker, but but I'd rather watch Paul W.S. Anderson movies.
0: Well, I get it because I have seen Paul Anderson movies. I like them, but I can count on maybe one or two fingers the movies of his that I've seen multiple times. Ooh, good like one. The ones I've gone back to rewatch. Meanwhile. I know that Alien versus Predator, like back when that came out on DVD, I was crushing that movie nonstop. So, that's basically what we're talking about. Tim, everybody.
1: Very good point cuz I crushed Resident Evil and Mortal Kombat so much when I was a teenager.
0: Right. Yeah, I didn't they're... crush
1: uh, The Master. No. I watched that one time in theater.
0: Yeah. I don't I don't crush There Will Be Blood i don't there will be blood I crushes it. me <laughs> i enjoyed it but i'm not crushing that like no every weekend
1: no probably my favorite is phantom thread one of the most recent ones and uh i have not rewatched it yet that i do not crush phantom thread yeah, i crush I... on phantom thread but i don't crush I phantom that one
0: thread. i didn't see that i heard it was great but i missed it okay
1: well you did, you tim you can watch it anytime yeah i can or or you can watch event horizon again <laughs> oh Oh, come
0: yeah. on let like, like, put, put those movies in front of me which one do you think i'm gonna i know choose? Like, i know head dude, to head on.
1: like head to head come the on. top five against each other i'm picking paul w sanderson every time it's, i'm sorry
0: it's not gonna be close uh you know what And i mean if that offends anybody i just feel like the people that that might offend aren't listeners of this podcast anyways so
1: well i was gonna say that if, if that offends someone then they probably don't want to listen to the rest of this podcast because I think I'm just going to be, like, really praising this movie. Not specifically because I think it's, like, such a great movie, but because I see so much hate for it out there that I'm like, okay, we need a podcast that stands for this movie.
0: All right, I like that. And if there is any hate or heat coming in, send it directly to Dean, not to me or to the podcast. Send it directly to Dean.
1: Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I will uh, delete those emails and... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not read them at all.
0: Yeah, you'll read them all right, Because I'm
1: going to be me, okay?
0: Hey, speaking of uh, the storyline of Alien versus Predator, the movie starts off in Antarctica, Dean, in October of 1904. Right. That was a great year. Do you remember 1904?
1: I do. What a, a of... fun time that it was. It was a fun time. A lot of good things happened in that year.
0: Um, this movie starts out looking more like The Thing than Alien versus Predator. And I like it.
1: Yeah, I would have loved if The uh, the Thing was in
0: this movie. Oh, we could have done a three-way here. Yeah. Alien versus Predator versus Thing? Totally. That, that might be something. Yeah, Again, um, all the producers listening, you know, feel free to...
1: Yeah, I would say hard to crack that story, but that we're not the professionals. We'll throw that out to someone. Hard to crack that story. Um, but I think someone who's great can do it. We could do it. We could do it. You and me?
0: Yeah, if we had eight years.
1: <laughs> right, true. Okay,
0: let's just... Now that we know that you can write a script in eight years? Yeah,
1: true, that's We true. could do that.
0: All right, there's some dude. He's looking scared and cold, and he's running away from something. And we hear the classic predator sound, like, right away. And then we see one in Camouflage. So that's, um, you know, uh, more along the lines of Predator 2, where the predator jumps out real quick, and we see him. That's what we got here. Now, it's about to kill this guy, Dean when an alien jumps out of nowhere and attacks and then we get the opening credits. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm as ex- like I'm excited as fuck at this point. Like th- these two franchises finally coming together in this moment. And it takes them all of like two minutes to show us a predator actually fighting an alien. Yeah. Loved it.
1: I, I like it too. I-, I really like how it gets uh, right into that scene. I I'm-, I'm back and forth about actually it being like 1904 um, you know, showing me that or just sort of running with a scene where someone gets killed. Uh, yeah, I go back and forth on that, but also I don't give a shit. It's great. It's a great scene. I like it.
0: Well, I mean, the whole 1904 thing comes into play when the present day that we jump to right away is two thousand four. And it's like, oh, it's a hundred years later. Well that's oh well, that's perfect. Like they yeah. do this every hundred years or something. Like it's like totally forgettable. Like nobody really cares about that. Exactly. Don't it's it's it, completely it forgettable. You and and don't it's don't like need for to do one that.
1: line in the movie, like it really doesn't matter at all. So that's why I jump back and forth of like, if they showed me nothing, would I have liked it more? And I think I would have, but like I said, I don't care. It's it's good.
0: It's fine. It's uh, it's the story building of the movie, yeah. and I feel like the thing that doesn't work in this movie is the story building. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like just <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> you're
1: right. You're right. That is exactly it. Yeah.
0: Okay, but uh, um, right away though we see what looks to be an alien queen, but it's actually a ship. Yeah. So I thought that was very cool because they, they they are on purpose making you think that it's an alien queen. It's very neat. I yeah, liked I liked it.
1: this a lot. I I liked it right at the beginning because it's a it's just kind of a little hint. It's like, I know, I know, I've seen those movies. Like, I'll don't worry, the good stuff's coming. It's just a little Easter egg for us, kind of.
0: Right. Yeah. Um the interesting thing is it's a Wayland ship. I thought that's a yeah. a, a, a neat little touch there. Like it's it's Wayland. The hunter of the alien or the Ooh, searcher. The searcher. The he, searcher yes, of aliens. Yes. Tim,
1: when I watched this movie in 2004 in the theater, I must have had no idea what was going on.
0: Okay. So say that again. You had not seen any of the alien Nothing. or predator movies up to this point? Nothing. Neither of them. <laughs> no. In 2004. Had, yeah.
1: In 2004. It was uh, the summer must 2004. Have made no sense to you. Yeah. I had just, I had just uh, graduated high school before going into university, and I was like, you know what? I'm seeing every single movie every single day this summer. Every weekend, every new movie I'm going to see. And I went to see it, and I must have had no idea what was going on.
0: Um, you know what? This movie might work better if you don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know for sure, but like, there's a lot of stuff in here that if you know what's going on, you um you might like poo-poo on and yeah. be like well i don't That's know true. about that but if you main... don't know anything yeah you're not gonna miss there's only a few things you're gonna miss you know like you're gonna miss as a fanboy um if you you know don't know what's going on so i don't know i'd i'd be curious to like have seen this movie with no prior knowledge of this series yeah
1: i think the main idea of the movie would be lost on me
0: yeah like the hunters like
1: the yeah the hunters and like this training ground they've set up i think that whole thing would be lost on me right
0: but dean they summed it up so well in like a one minute flashback that made right right when that
1: guy was reading the floor yeah (laughs) right i forgot it was really good yeah did
0: you forget about that amazing scene where that guy all of a sudden figured everything out somehow yeah yeah well so we get to a Wayland station that's on land and this station detects an unidentified heat signature off the coast of Antarctica. And at this point, we start to meet some of the main players. So we meet Alexa. She's found scaling an ice face in Nepal. She's an environmental technician and expedition guide. We meet Sebastian, who's in Mexico at a dig. He's some type of archaeologist. And we meet Graham, who's a chemical engineer. And then shortly after that, we meet the full team.
1: Yeah. I really, and, oh go ahead, Tim.
0: So I was just gonna say one more thing. And we meet Mr. Wayland, played by Lance Henriksen, which is super cool at this time. For him to be the face of Wayland. Right. And knowing that he had already played Bishop in the Aliens movie. Yeah. I love that. That's a real neat little twist that they put in there because like they're saying like the face the face of Wayland made an android in his in his likeness. Yeah,
1: so this is a part where knowing all of the Alien movies, I get a little bit confused because in Alien 3, at the end of Alien 3, a human bishop comes in who's like an engineer. So that's where I like... I think, okay, well, I don't have to think, like, don't think too hard about these movies and don't try to figure out how that guy who looks like Bishop could be the engineer and this guy, (laughs) this Wayland who looks like Bishop could be, you know, could, could have maybe they made it off of his likeness. So I, I just, I like seeing it in this movie isolated. I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know the timeline of those. I, I mean, I, I, believe alien three takes place like far far past 2004 right for sure yeah um what i what i like to think though is that in a situation like that this wayland guy if, if he sent one like a figure in his likeness an android in his likeness he's probably sent others and you know whether they have the same job or different jobs maybe like the newest models capable of being something better i like the idea that this wayland guy is sending you know creating um, androids in his likeness. I think it's cool. So he shows the team this heat signature, which looks like a pyramid buried 2,000 feet under the ice, Dean, and they don't know what's causing the heat signature. So what I like so far is that I like that they show us this highly skilled team that they have brought together, different races, different backgrounds, and they've brought them all in for this mission. So it's like you, you're you bringing the best of the best together to do something, but nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah. I I love those types of movies. It, it seems a little bit like a trope, but I like it.
1: Totally. Tim, I already mentioned this on our uh, uh, wake episode. Um, I love that. I love bringing the gang together. Everyone who's a specialist, nobody knows each other. Nobody even knows why they're there. And then they get like the info dump of like, this is why you're here. And everyone's got their questions. I love this setup. I always get pumped for this setup. And even though like, I maybe these characters aren't as um, as tight as you know other characters have been in this type of setup in a movie before. I love all these actors. Like I'm, they're hitting me with like these actors that I just love seeing in movies, and I don't like you. You don't really see them. They're never really playing like the the main, the big role. They're always the side character. They're always the you know the side part that's in a movie like this is gonna die off. But I love seeing them
0: yeah that's true it's a good point yeah they're all kind of like b-level and they are the ones who get killed off which kind of totally uh fits in this movie you know
1: totally i like i i know like um colin salmon he's he's the uh maxwell Sta. uh it, maxwell stafford um he's like sort of the military guy he's the guy that is at the top of the um top of the ice uh ice whatever mountain that uh alexa's climbing um as soon as i hear that guy's voice on the phone i know who he is and i've Mm -hmm. only seen him in resident evil i just like i just know his voice he's got like the best voice the deepest voice such a badass i know he's in the movie when i hear his voice and i get pumped right away i just love that guy
0: so um something you may have missed then your first time but probably picked up on this time is that while wayland is uh he's like at his computer station looking at this um this pyramid model they've it, they've continued to get a little bit of more information so it's like rendering yeah. more of a 3d model he takes his pen and he does that little like um from alien where he does that knife trick where he's like stabbing in between fingers yeah, yeah. he ever so subtly does that with the pen on his own hand and it was like really, really nice. If you didn't know what that was or weren't really looking for it, you'd miss it. And it was a, such a neat little oh, touch. It was,
1: it was so quick. I would have no idea when I saw it in 2004. This time when I'm watching it with my wife for the podcast, it happens. And we both in unison are like, oh, like we loved neat. it. It was great. It was awesome.
0: There's a lot of neat moments like that in this movie which is one of the things I feel like helps kind of propel it uh, and make it a little bit better than it should be. Yeah. is like these these really nice attention to detail points that they put in.
1: Yeah, this moment was awesome. At this point in the movie, I'm like totally on board. Like I'm totally clicking with it and I absolutely love it.
0: Now, I guess I should say I've, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Like I mentioned before, I used to watch it over and over and over again when it came out on DVD. I was expecting great things on this rewatch. I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I was let down. Okay, so I, it, it was not it was not what I was remembering, not really what I was expecting, and it kind of like dropped it down on my radar a bit. I guess before this rewatch, I may have also been along with James Cameron and maybe placed it in three, maybe in four. Right. But on this rewatch, it definitely hits the bottom for me because it's just it is just a little bit too goofy of a movie. Like yeah. it's a little bit it is that Jaws 3D likeness that you had mentioned. So I still really enjoy it. It's a really fun movie. And there is a ton of cool stuff in it. But uh, it's just uh, I didn't quite hold up for me.
1: Yeah. See, that's interesting because that's in our expectations coming into it. Cause I was completely opposite. Like I saw it in 2004. That's the only time I saw it. I was an 18 year old kid really getting into movies. So I would have saw it. I would have went on like Rotten Tomatoes after saw 20% or whatever. It wasn't been like, Oh, it's a piece of shit, shitty movie. And then I'd like shit on it for the next 10 years of my life, trying to be a cool film kid. Um, and then I wasn't really expecting anything because that's my memory. My memory is that it's like a garbage movie. So I was expecting, you know, very, very low, I low expectations coming into it, put it on. And immediately once we hit this spot, like I'm just like, it's clicking. It's, it's, it's checking the boxes for me. I'm just like, yep, let's get the team together. They don't know. Let's do it. Bishop. Cool. He does the thing. He does the knife trick. Awesome. I am like just on fire. I see like, see like all these, these, uh, actors, all these buddies that I'm like, Oh, that guy, that guy, that guy. I'm just like, I'm with it at this point.
0: Nice. That's great. So the crew are all on a ship now, um, like an icebreaker, and they're heading towards uh, the destination in Antarctica. But Alexa doesn't want to go. She thinks it's not safe. She thinks everybody needs more training. I think she throws out the number seven days that she needs to train everybody mm-hmm. how to like do this uh, expedition. So uh, uh, Waylon is just like, oh, whatever, we'll get somebody else. And then um, and Sebastian and, and Graham, who they've kind of played up as like the the more lead characters they play the emotional card with her and they want her to stay and she feels bad and it works and she decides to stay now we see a predator ship approaching earth and dude this gets me fucking amped up Mm -hmm. when i see when i'm at this point in the movie and i see this i just get excited um and i think it's just because we're getting more world building to this franchise that I love. Totally. I I love seeing something new. um, And that just, it hit me right there. Even on the rewatch, it hit me. I'm like, oh yeah, buckle in. So the crew is on land now and they get to that small camp that we saw at the beginning of the movie. And that's where they decide they're going to make their base camp for this dig where they need to dig like, 2,000 feet underground to this pyramid now they investigate the camp a little bit and what they find is that this giant hole has already been dug all the way to the pyramid yeah which happened in the last 24 hours because the satellite signal has showed you know that it wasn't there 24 hours ago now all of a sudden it's there so that's cool
1: it's great it's amazing
0: there the team is saying there's no team in the world that could do that dig in 24 hours. So I like that. It's it's uh it's fun. Yeah. Um it's a fun aspect and I always loved that hole for some reason. There was something about it. They don't spend too much time in it. They they spend a couple minutes just kind of like traversing down it, but I always thought that was such a cool thing that this uh, obviously what has happened is the predators have blown a hole through the ice with their spaceship, but the just the precision and the size that they have that they've been able to do here right like yeah. they've been able to just decide exactly where to drill and made it just that far with this giant giant hole Uh, very cool
1: yeah totally tim i i loved this uh coming to this part in the movie because i was like okay i if i understand correctly they're gonna have to drill through a bunch of ice at this point um so i'm thinking like okay this is gonna be like an armageddon movie where they're drilling for half the movie because it's got to take a long time to get down there so whatever that's fine i'm ready for that it's gonna they're gonna take a long time and then when they get that down there like shit's gonna happen and then we show up and there's this huge hole already already done the digging's done and I'm like, sweet, just get on some like GT cruisers, some some saucers, and just like fly down that hole. Like, what are we rappelling down that hole for? It's a That's thirty right. degree angle. Let's do it. Let's toboggan down that thing.
0: That's the only thing that they forgot to bring was a crazy carpet, right? I totally. Something I mean, to rip so down I can understand
1: the crazy carpet or the the saucer like having no brakes, but GT cruiser, those things had brakes. They had those in yeah. 2004, right? Like those those little oh, uh, yeah. toboggans oh, that yeah. had brakes on them. Just bring a bunch of those. I love this uh, this head of drilling guy too um uh never seen him in a movie except for uh this movie and d2 one of my faves oh my goodness wolf the dentist stanton he is the coach of iceland okay great this guy's good with ice man he is the ice driller and he's the coach of
0: iceland don't worry everybody we won't be covering d2 don't worry please don't turn this off right now we're not gonna we're not gonna do that movie
1: i'm gonna cover it on a different podcast tim without you
0: (laughs) karsten norgard that that dude he's the best that that podcast would probably do way better than ours.
1: <laughs> it will. it I bet, will. I
0: bet so many people love that movie. People
1: fucking love D2. It's the best.
0: Maybe we could cover it. I don't know. I just, I'd have a hard time covering that movie. I don't think I like it. USA, all the way. Oh yeah, no. Okay, we're not. Yeah, I'm, for sure we're not now. That's the irony, Tim. Uh, yeah, okay. Wolf the Dentist
1: Stanton. What a name.
0: So, Dean, we see the Predators up in their ship watching the humans and then they suit up.
1: Yeah. And Tim. Yes. To kind of swole. These are some thick, of...
0: these are some thick preds. I was going to get to that. Um, yeah, I have got it a little bit further in my notes here, Dean, okay. but these, we, we know that like each movie, we get the different looking predators. Yeah. They've all got their own personality and they all look a little bit different. These are the weightlifters of the species. Totally. Dean. Totally. These guys are all on steroids. All yeah. of them.
1: Oh yeah. These guys pump.
0: Yeah, these guys pump. Yeah. yeah, these are these guys are these guys are fucking enormous. Yeah, they are thick boys. They are the thickest. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. The boys thickest or, of or gals. Yeah, that's right. We don't know. They boys, are thick boys creatures. Are gals. They are thick. Yeah, they are thick and powerful, and thick and thick. Yeah, and huge and muscular.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, so far, Dean, I like that the predators seem like the ones that are in charge. You know, like they're. It looks like they're leading the human somewhere for some reason. We don't really know what that is, but it looks like they're pulling the strings. Like mm-hmm. they're the puppet masters. So um, I like that. I mean, I mean, it's like to be expected, but I like that they didn't stray from that idea. That, like the predators yeah. are setting all of this up.
1: I think the overall concept of this movie is super solid. Great idea.
0: Yeah. The team members start lowering down into the hole and the hole looks really good. It's at a really steep angle, though back up at the camp we see a predator ship flying through the snow and then this amazing shot dean where there's like a guy and we're, we're looking up from the ground kind of looking up at him and we see this predator ship fly over this dude's head yeah. in the snow yeah. but it's so quiet that he doesn't even see it it just looks so fucking great i love that's it it's awesome that's uh, these... that's
1: the dentist don't disrespect him
0: yeah, yeah, I'm not disrespecting. I mean, just can't hear a silent <laughs> ship. That's fine. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. The, then three pods get launched into the snow. So those are those are our three muscle heads coming down yeah. to get a little exercise, get a little cardio in.
1: And Tim, up until now, it's been very clear why we have one of them per mo- per movie. And so I like in this movie how we want to put more than one in because it's the big crossover. So we want to have, you know, more than one. So we, they throw three in there. And I think with the whole idea of the movie, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, I like it. Yeah, definitely.
1: So I, I like the, I like the concept that they've had, like, okay, well this is like sort of like uh, training and like write a passage sort of thing. So they throw like, you know, the three predators that are ready to graduate basically.
0: Yes. well, I mean, we don't know what the rite of passage, like that whole scenario, is, right? Because well, we know that they hunt um, game, right? They hunt big game. So the predators, they hunt humans. They usually only send one to hunt the humans. Yeah. Uh, in this case, they're hunting an alien or multiple aliens. So they've yeah. sent three of them. Yeah. But the predator and predator two had an alien skull on his ship. So his like his process was that he had already gotten. Well, yeah, I, think, I guess maybe I should back up a bit because maybe that there were other predators with him on that ship. So maybe that wasn't his hunt. Maybe he didn't hunt the alien. Um, I was going to say like maybe he hunted the alien first and then hunted a human. But I, I, we don't know actually know which of those predators hunted that alien that the skull was from. So it could have been that uh, someone else hunted it and this, this guy was on his first hunt for a human. Uh, who knows? But.
1: I think this – I in my opinion, this is how you graduate to be a hunter. They have set up this training ground. They have this set up. Like, they set up the pyramid. They set up the, the. we'll get to it, but they set up the aliens in there. Um, this is the training ground. They drop the three of their best. And then whoever succeeds out of that, could be all three, could be just one, could be none, becomes a hunter. I think this is like the right of passage. This is how you become a hunter. Mm. And then you're allowed to be dropped in L.A. and hunt, and hunt uh, Danny Glover.
0: It's interesting because I, I don't agree with you. I don't think I agree because I don't I don't see hunting aliens as being easier than hunting a human. This seems like a more difficult task by far.
1: I I know. I do I, I but but you have like a team with you. And I think
0: Yeah, but you're up against like a very, very formidable species.
1: Yeah, I i I get it. We
0: can we can agree to disagree.
1: Yeah i, I, I still i still like that this is this is sort of the graduation
0: and i like that you like that
1: and i like that you don't like that
0: And i'm not telling you that that's wrong i just i i don't see it that way yeah but that's fine it doesn't matter
1: your point is very valid tim that uh whatever however many they're supposed to set up of these xenomorphs is uh, going to be way harder to kill than uh danny glover in the concrete jungle
0: well, I mean, even though you have the three predators, you you have this team of humans who are all going to get impregnated. So there's going to be, I don't know, possibly ten xenomorphs, and then you've got the queen as well.
1: Yeah. Well, they had, I mean, we'll get we'll get to it again, but there's like I think six maybe um, stations set up for uh, xenomorphs to be created.
0: Yeah. So the, our team they get to the bottom of the hole, Dean, and they don't find another drill team like they were expecting. They're they're thinking someone else might be down there. But what they do find is this pyramid. So it's quite the discovery. Wayland is very excited as he's like looking to make his mark on history. And they start to go in this pyramid and see some pictograms on the pyramid of a predator fighting an alien, which Mm. is real neat. Mm -hmm. So some nice foreshadowing. They step on a stone tile that sinks and starts a process of pulling an alien queen out of the ice and reanimating it holy fuck
1: yeah this was holy fuck like
0: such a cool idea
1: yeah so i didn't really know what was going on um trying to figure it out and they're lifting i actually had to rewind and i was like what's what's going on here they're lifting the queen up and she is huge and looks great and um, mad, so mad, so mad, and chained, anger issues, and chained, and then ah. she just gets like, uh like volts through her body, you know, like shocked with volts, They're heating and, her up. Yeah, yeah. They they wake her up, and then she just starts, she just starts laying eggs.
0: They created an egg laying factory. Yeah, amazing. What an amazing idea! It dude. is.
1: It's a great idea. I would,
0: I would love to see how the Predators actually captured the queen. Like, I uh, that would be a great movie in of itself. Yeah. Just the Predators trying to get this queen because I have no idea how they managed to do it. Totally. Super cool. And this
1: leans into one of my favorite things about Predators is that they are the hideous monsters that are also advanced in technology. It's that combination yeah. of usually you have that monster that's just gross and disgusting or you have, like, aliens that are advanced and it's both. And I, I love seeing how advanced they are that they've set up this whole system For their own like pleasure for their own training or I'm kind of I'm kind of getting on board with your idea that it's not really training maybe it's just like the best of the best like these three are like our best and they're going to try to make the hunt today like maybe it's not a graduation type thing maybe it's more of a like a challenge.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Right? They're they're always doing stuff like this. It's all Yeah. We don't we don't get any we never get any background into like what the levels are or like why they're doing it. It's all just like they do it for the hunt and for the like they're they want that reward of the skull and they want yeah. to hunt the best game. But like we don't to, know
1: I like to think they have some sort of rules, so maybe it's like the three uh yearly of the last hundred years, the three with the most kills get to come and do this.
0: Yeah, whoever's like... Who, whoever can squat the most after after the 100 years. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Whoever's got the most powerful squat gets sent to that pyramid.
1: <laughs> whoever has the best KD ratio uh, gets, to, uh, gets to go down and kill the xenomorphs.
0: Yeah. So the team keeps moving deeper into this pyramid, and the Predators are following, but at a bit of a distance. And the team decides to separate here. And one group stumbles upon the predator's shoulder guns by accident it seems yeah and just decides to take them which uh ends up setting something in motion it's like the pyramids start to reconfigure and that ends up separating the teams a little bit uh one team of three gets locked in a room and unfortunately there's some alien eggs in there and those eggs um kind of come up out of the ground out of like this on this stone kind of pedestal they all come up it's really cool it is really cool and uh, we know what this means, though, right? Oh yeah, Let's cover your mouth real quick. It's bad news. Bad news. So they show us these face huggers jumping out of the eggs in slow motion, which was something that was new. Uh, we've never seen face huggers come out in slow motion before, and it was very stylized. I think it fits in this movie, but um, I don't think that's the whole idea of the face hugger. The f- idea of the face hugger is like how fast they are and like it, you know impossible to prevent. So. I, I, I see what they were doing. They were trying to show a little bit more by slowing it down. But I feel like that that uh, takes away from the facehugger's character a little bit. You know? I get it.
1: I, I get all that, Tim. Um, you know, big fan cool. of Alien, big fan of Aliens. I get that. But also, this was the second moment of the film where I was like, oh, like I loved it. I love yeah, cool. the face hugger jumping, stylized slow motion bullet time, whatever. Give me something different. Take me back to 2004 and show me like what the face hugger looks like then. I loved it.
0: Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Uh, we quickly move from there to a chest burster scene. So it's another kind of thing that they're doing in this movie. They're really rushing things along, um, but I don't mind it. Like again, that that's what this is. Like they got a lot to fit in, so they're not wasting time with stuff where we kind of know how it works well also Um, like
1: also the predators engineered this whole thing like what if they somehow were are able to speed up that process with something like that they've done i don't know like who knows this is alien species i don't know about i can't pretend that i know all the rules about them because i've seen four movies about them Mm -hmm. sorry i got heated there
0: it's okay settle down a little bit
1: i know i'm a little angry
0: i don't know why i don't know why you're so i'm fighting
1: for this movie that i think is okay (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, who are you fighting against? I like I like it oh, too. Oh sorry,
1: yeah, okay. True.
0: <laughs> it's a good movie. It's fine. I fun. think I
1: just I think I just uh, brought up Rotten Tomatoes and saw it in the 20s and I got oh, mad.
0: Put your computer away, Dean. We're just, we're supposed okay. to be having fun with this okay. movie. Well, it's I a, need my computer to
1: podcast, but I
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll put okay, Rotten Tomatoes that. away. Close your web browser. Okay,
1: I'll close everything. I'll close I need IMDb though, which also has a 5.6 out of 10 staring at me, so I'll try not to look at that part of it.
0: Dean, the main team is heading back to the entrance. And they meet up with the predators who want their fucking guns back. Okay,
1: totally. I like that the the humans kind of fucked this up for them that they weren't supposed yeah. to take the guns. I like the idea that the Preds get dropped down and they got to go in find their guns first like right. the whole process will get started once they start walking towards their guns and then yes. they can get their guns. The pyramid starts going. It's a really really cool idea and I like that the humans messed it up here.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like the humans to mess something up. <laughs> uh, but the the pyra- <laughs> oh us, <laughs> oh, us. The, the pyramids reconfigure again, Dean, and more team members get separated. I love this idea of the pyramid reconfiguring, uh, but I can't really tell if it's an advantage or a disadvantage for the predators. Like I don't know if that's something that helps them in hunting the alien, or it's like um more of like a roadblock. They we, they never really talk about it, but it's just something. I thought was interesting.
1: Yeah, I think it's, in my opinion, it's for sure a disadvantage. It's supposed to be like you have 10 minutes to find and kill. And then once it reconfigures, like that alien's either going to be gone or you'll have to find a new way to find them. Like, I think it's supposed to be you're on the clock kind of thing because the, the
0: predators do have trouble catching
1: the humans because of the reconfiguration.
0: So, Dean, we're almost an hour into the movie here and the humans are stuck and they're afraid and I really don't fucking care. I just, I want to see the aliens fight the predators. We got that little bit at the beginning, but for this whole rest of this hour, it's just been building up to like where I want to see some real action. Yeah. So luckily we finally get it at this point and the predators meet up with the main team. They beat the shit out of the main team. And then we finally get this amazing crossover action where an alien gloriously sticks his tail right through the stomach of a predator lifts it up, and then bites through its head.
1: It's fantastic. It's a, it's a great first like meeting of the two.
0: Definitely. And the fight is now on. Uh, another Predator comes and jumps on the alien, and we get this sick fight between them. It's uh, really, really fun. The, the Predator seems to have used up its weapons already on the humans, mm. so what we get is like more of like a straight-up fight here. The alien has the early upper hand, but the Predator u- utilizes roid rage to pummel the alien. I like that the alien here, after it gets its tail cut off, it recognizes that it has acid for blood. Mm. That's like that's a new idea as well. That they're they're conscious that they have acid for blood. Right,
1: that's interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think back right now as you're saying it. Um, I don't. I don't know think if- they
0: utilize it like as a as a tool uh, until this. I could be wrong, but uh, if they if they have used it before, it's not something they use very often. But yeah, it's um, it's it i like it because we're we're led to believe that these aliens um are very very smart right they're not just like these mindless um bugs or anything like that so it would make sense that they'd be able to utilize something like that right
1: yeah now Um, yeah before before you go on um the first the first time the predator starts taking out some of the humans um he throw like cuz you said he's out of weapons right so he throws his net yeah. at uh uh Maxwell Stafford that uh Colin Salmon uh character um mm-hmm. have you seen Resident Evil
0: um i've seen one or two of them i don't remember them
1: okay so uh my favorite part of Resident Evil is how Colin Salmon dies in it and it is he gets cut into cubes by a laser grid and oh, so okay. this oh, they, he's killing him paul paul ws anderson is killing him in the almost exact same way in this movie he's getting cut into cubes with a net i just nice. like i another moment where i kind of fist pumped that one just it was so great because that's that's just the most memorable part for me of resident evil is him getting cut into cubes so great that's um, a fun
0: that's a fun moment it's Yeah, that, that didn't do anything for me because i didn't catch it so yeah that's neat though I like when directors do stuff like that. They have fun. You know? I know. Like, yeah, I'm have totally. Fun with this,
1: he—I mean, to me, he seems like he's a fun filmmaker. Like he know yeah. he knows Alien and he knows Predator, and he's going to put in fun stuff. And then he also throws in a little nod at his own Resident Evil movie.
0: Yeah. So Dean, the Predator here catches the Alien in one of those death nets, and it basically thinks it's going to win here, but the death net starts squeezing through the Alien and gets to the acid blood. And breaks, and the alien gets freed kind of like spontaneously and ends up killing the Predator. So that's basically two Predators down by this one alien. Yeah. Which is, is interesting, um, but I like it because we've, we've talked in this episode and we've talked in our previous Predator episodes that – the Predators are only really formidable because of their technology. So yeah. these guys, they don't have their guns. Um, they've kind of used up some uh, and most of their weapons already on these humans. And it's just like this. Like, if they're going to fist fight an alien. Yeah. You know, they're probably going to lose. They're going to so, lose. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so I, was, I, I, I was very shocked
1: at this moment for sure that one had taken out two of the Preds already. And there's only three. Yeah. So we're down to one at this point.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Shortly after this, Wayland gets killed by a predator, which I thought was interesting. Yep. That is. Maybe, yeah, that is. Maybe you might want to might want to give the nod to the alien to do uh, the killing of that one. But they do use the predator. Yeah, that is interesting. Why did they do that?
1: That. Is, yeah.
0: Uh, I thought they were just maybe trying to like throw a curveball or something like that. Yeah, but
1: totally. Keep us guessing. It'd
0: be, it'd be more fun if an alien got him. Yeah. But we get to see like the 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 one predator left. Like this guy's the alpha or the this this guy or gal is the alpha. And it makes short work of a facehugger and then real short work of a full-sized alien before it takes its mask off to mark itself with the acid cool. from the facehugger. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but with the mask off, Dean, another facehugger comes in and leaps at the predator and the scene ends. Oh. Uh-oh. Don't take your mask off, dude.
1: Don't take your mask That That's bad that's news bad right there, Tim.
0: It's a bad idea. Those masks are really good. I wonder if that's why the Predators have those masks.
1: Interesting. It's just another that's, that's interesting.
0: layer. Yeah, I mean, it also... A facehugger wouldn't be able to get through that.
1: Yeah, true. It also helps them with all their visions and stuff, right? It's all their true. different true. Uh, heat vision and uh whatever else they have.
0: Yeah. So, Dean, uh, we're at the point that we talked about before where we get this uh this impromptu history lesson from Sebastian about how the Predators... Taught the humans how to build the pyramids and, uh, in return, the predators expected the ultimate sacrifice from the humans and that would be to be the catalyst to birth the aliens so that they could test themselves and, um, yeah, he figures all that out and, uh. I don't understand how. No, I Tim, I fell asleep in that explanation. He, yeah, he figured it. He figured it out so we could move the story along. So totally, we'll and, just uh, we'll just keep going past that. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Dean, she realizes that the alpha predator needs its gun to hunt these aliens and decides to give it back. So she basically realizes that um, the if these aliens get get out of here, which they're not supposed to, that could be a very very bad thing. So. Um, we uh, we now finally we're gonna get to see this fair fight because the predator has his weapon back, which uh, is kind of the way it was meant to be.
1: yeah, I think I find it interesting that uh, I mean, they they figure out in this movie that the predator needs to win because the aliens are gonna just destroy all the humans. but like the predators are very like they they have a mind, they're very like meticulous hunters. And so it becomes very clear. That Alexa needs to help the Predators to get out of here, but the tagline of the movie is "Whoever wins, we lose," which is not right. No, if the pre- we need the Predators to win. We're on the Predators' side, but it's a catchy tagline.
0: Yeah, I get it. Good, good point though. Yeah, that's a good point because yeah, if the Predators win, well, I guess who- who's we, right? If- if we- We as humans, if, if like it yeah, doesn't matter.
1: We need the Predators to win. The Predators yeah, if, can win and we don't lose.
0: If we, if the we is the team, then that's accurate. But I, I would take it more like, yeah, the we is is the humans. So I, I agree feel, with you. Yeah,
1: I feel like if the team stays out of the way and the Predator just like, if they didn't have the guns, if they didn't, if they didn't steal the guns, I feel like they wouldn't even have been harmed.
0: Well, some of them wouldn't have been harmed, but they, they need some well, the, of them to yeah, like, yeah, half uh, the team, birth the yeah, xenomorphs.
1: Yeah, half the team would have been in, impregnated with the face by the facehuggers,
0: but. Right, so on the way, uh, to give the gun back, Sebastian gets taken, and it's uh, only Alexa left out of the team now. She gets the gun to the Predator, and they're immediately attacked by an alien. But Alexa is able to actually kill it with the Predator's spear, and uh, the Predator loads its gun back on its shoulder. Mm-hmm. And just starts blowing the shit out of aliens. Yeah. There's like maybe six of them in a hall, and he just like just incinerates them all except for one, because as these aliens are getting destroyed, the queen calls out to uh, patches or gridhead, whatever whatever right. you want to call that <laughs> right. alien who had been like melted by that net, which looks really cool. With that, it grid does look cool. Gridhead's head. pretty good, yeah. Um, the queen called out basically to get freed to right. get uh Gridhead to come back and free her. I don't understand why that wouldn't have been the first order of business. You know, as soon as she gets one of these d- yeah. aliens, why wouldn't the first thing she does is like, okay, come free me. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand why she's stuck there and they're all running around. Uh, I don't, not a big deal, but yeah, you know, realistically that wouldn't, it wouldn't go down that way.
1: Yeah. Here's even a plus up to that. Why wouldn't she do that every hundred years? Why wouldn't that be the first order of business every hundred years? Just right. get one of them down there immediately to free her.
0: Right. I guess maybe if maybe they, they
1: possibly, kill them faster than that.
0: Maybe they just bring a new queen in every hundred years or something. But yeah, that's a that's an even better point. Yeah. Why doesn't she just keep doing that? I don't know. Who knows? Holes, plot holes. Plot that's what we have here.
1: Holes. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Plot, okay.
0: We've got plot holes bigger than the one two thousand feet into the ice.
1: Oh, good one. That was a good one, Tim.
0: Thank you. The Predator and Alexa, basically at this point, they team up because Alexa, like, helped kill one of these aliens. So the Predator is like, okay, cool. We can team up. I like this. Um, I lost my other two buddies. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Um,
1: I like it because, Tim, we we, talked about the Predators having different personalities. I like that this Predator is like, she also killed one of these aliens. And, like, that's why we're here. And one of them killed two of my um comrades and she killed one so yeah you know what let's get her by my side and we're doing this
0: yeah i like i like the idea behind it yeah. exactly i like the idea that the predator is smart enough to realize that it could you use a human yeah. it's not the human is not just all like cannon fodder you know it could this human could help so let's just i need help let's use the human so totally. yeah, i do like it for that yeah now uh grid face um is back to the queen and has uh, freed her now. And I love that they they throw this in here, and of course they would, but um, we see back where the queen is. um, It's like all that cool alien-type infrastructure that they somehow build. It's like all over the place, kind of like coming out from where the queen is. Right. I feel like that's something we've never really touched on, but that's a really cool thing, in my opinion. Like, we never have any explanation in any of these movies what that is or how it gets created or what its purpose is but they always like it's always coming out of the nest and expanding out right right right. i know they i know they use it for camouflage like they can hide in it but is that its only purpose like is there anything else to this like what is that stuff yeah i love when um uh franchises like this they don't even touch on any of that you know they just they don't they don't share any of that with you it's just a mystery it's it's really neat
1: yeah, I like it. I like it too. Um yeah, we have never really talked about that. They the thing is they can really hide in it very well. Um so that might be a part of it, but yeah, it's it's very cool.
0: Yeah. So the Queen is on the loose, Dean, the Predator and Alexa have found the layer of eggs, and I love this part because we see the predator vision and it's looking at the eggs. And we get to see what the eggs look like under their vision. Mm, yeah. You know how sometimes like the predator has trouble uh, determining what it's actually seeing through its vision. And sometimes it needs to like change it to a different frequency to like see the right heat signature. Totally. These fucking face huggers were glowing yeah. green. Yeah. Like they just you could not miss these. There's no way because like. I love the idea of this, like this pure kind of like alien form. That's almost perfect, right? It's like yeah. perfect at what it does. And it's just like, it's heat signatures. It's like, look out. And also, I mean, it's full of acid. So that makes sense. Right. Going yeah. like that. Yeah. But I really enjoyed just seeing how vibrant those things stuck out in this uh, predator vision.
1: Totally good point.
0: So the predator lays down a bomb in that layer of eggs and uh, escapes with Alexa to the surface now everything on the surface starts to like cave in because this massive like pyramid space underneath has been compromised and like all the land above is being pulled in but they managed to get clear of it and the predator takes off its mask and it looks really really cool Like it's a really really good looking uh creature
1: totally uh it 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 does look really good um at this point i definitely for some reason got some like is it time to kiss vibes I don't know <laughs> yeah. why, but I was like, "Are they gonna kiss right now?" Is that why he took his mask off?
0: Maybe. Yeah. You never know. And then right? I was like,
1: "But where would she kiss him right now, or or her? Um, where would she kiss the predator right now? Like, there's there's no lips there. Mm. It's really tough. So I I feel like she was just trying to figure out where to kiss him, and then just decided not to because she didn't couldn't come up with an answer.
0: Yeah, you might just need to go for the forehead. Maybe. You've got yeah. Large foreheads. Actually, that would have been nice. That would have been really sweet. You wouldn't sweet. miss it. Yeah. Oh, that might have been actually sweet. yeah yeah if she kissed him
1: if she kissed the predator on the forehead where he has like the mark from the acid and then she put the acid on her cheek and he then went and kissed or i guess licked maybe her cheek or something I lost me (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) it got weird
0: (laughs) that got weird really really weird i appreciate your effort though (laughs) you
1: know what's weird thinking of how predators kiss each other (laughs) yeah that's
0: weird i don't know how do they procreate That's interesting
1: yeah, I don't know. We don't
0: we don't need to know that actually. We
1: need Tim, we need that. We need a movie with that.
0: Some things are left better off unknown. I guess. Let's leave it to the mystery, I guess. But at this point
1: I'm like, okay, we got a little uh, little love interest in the movie now.
0: Well, I mean, I yeah, I think it's I think it's more of like a respect thing, you know, yeah. they cuz the predators are all about honor and respect and and all that, I so. think
1: 2 seconds of eye contact is respect and 3 is love. And I think yeah. we are bordering on five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, what this predator does is it gives Alexa one of these scars of honor. Uh, like it uh, put on itself. It puts one on her. And I like that she just took it, right? She didn't oh, yeah. like, try to fight it off as she's getting acid burnt into her face. She's just like, yeah, do it. Go ahead. Kind of gave him like a look like, yeah, go ahead and do it.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I actually like... I like her in this movie. I, I Me think too. We, yeah, we've sort of mentioned that a lot of the characters are just sort of throwaways. Um, I like her in this movie. I like her toughness. I like that she doesn't take any you know, shit from anyone. Um, yeah. I like that nobody's really... I mean, people aren't listening. It's, it's kind of like a Ripley character, right? Where people aren't listening yep. to her, but she's going to stay her ground because she knows what's right. And we as the viewers know she knows what's right. Um, yeah, I think she does a really good job uh I, th- I think it's I-, I think she's a great character
0: i agree i definitely see her as like a ripley character
1: yeah played by uh sanaa lathan another one of my favorites
0: okay what else has she been in
1: uh love and basketball that was big for me when i was a teenager mm. um Haven't and uh blade she's in blade
0: oh is she in blade yeah oh okay cool i love blade so dean the queen here is not dead and bursts out of the ice and the look on the predator's face is priceless. It's just like, oh shit, <laughs> no way! <Totally. laughs> it's like he so, it thought everything was over. It's just like, oh, he's like what the fuck? <laughs> no, this is not good. Um, but all three of them start fighting now. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm pretty sure this is really cool. But I'm pretty sure that when it, when Alexa gets knocked over, they used an audio clip from Ripley's scream from one of the movies interesting now, I don't I don't know if that's like an actual thing but when I heard it I was like that was Ripley screaming in one of the movies okay so I don't know I don't know if that's true or not but I, I felt that that's what happened which would be a really nice touch if that's true definitely Now, the predator does some real real immediate damage with some of its weapons but the queen just takes it Um, and is fighting back but what they end up doing is they manage to hook the queen to this large water container and they knock it over into the water so that the queen gets pulled over the edge into the water and to the bottom of the ocean yeah um but unfortunately the predator here took massive damage as well and is done for but a giant predator ship arrives comes down and collects the body Now they see the marking on Alexa and they let her live. They take the predator's body to the ship and they take off. Uh, It's cool because there are probably like 25 of them, right?
1: Yeah. So
0: I I always love that. Whatever the scenario is, like whatever the hunt is. Yeah we usually end it just showing that there's way more predators just kind of watching than the ones that are involved. And at any moment, like these, these gang of predators could just come in and wipe the floor with any situation, but that's not what they're about. That's not what they do. Yeah, so, I love it. The more I, 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 I see that. the
1: predators, the more I love the the whole thing they have going on. Like their, their whole Hunter like uh, code and, and, you know, whatever, like they see the mark, they see the mark on Alexa and they're like, yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, you're good. And yeah. uh, because of that, uh, the leader gave uh, Alexa a sweet-ass spear as a reward. Awesome. It was very cool. Now, the Predators fly off into space, and at the very last moment, an alien bursts out of the chest of the dead Predator. And it's this cool, like, alien-Predator mix.
1: Yes. So, it's neat. Yes, the movie it ends. is. Like, I have two thoughts on it. One... Is like my first thought is like, oh, I thought that guy got like stabbed through the chest with the tail of the alien queen. But then my second thought is that's fucking cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, maybe he got stabbed through the stomach. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Also, yeah, I don't know. Tim, I don't care. I don't care this Mm -mm. this movie is not going to give is not going to connect all the dots and everything I honestly at this point I don't care I just like that this chest burster bursts out and it's got like the predator like uh whatever the predator like the way the the way the predator is like
0: well the way the mandibles open it has like that kind of like stretchy like um uh I don't know do you know what a dental dam is? (laughs) It's like
1: sure yeah yeah, yeah the, from totally. the dentist
0: it feels like it's one of those things yeah. they just like stretch their mouth open
1: definitely yeah it looks cool uh, i like it
0: all i know is that when this movie ends i want to see an immediate sequel i want the next movie to continue on from that point yep. i just think it would be so cool
1: it would it be didn't. i would love that um i think it yeah, I think it is set up for that for sure. They're on the ship, and now you have this chest burster burst burst it out. Um, we already know that the queen can be frozen, and then at the end was just dropped into like water and is frozen again. So like that, I don't think that queen's dead. I think that queen's just like maybe there f- until someone finds the queen.
0: Mm, yeah, right. Because it's just at the bottom of the water. Just at right? the bottom
1: of the water, and yeah, like we, we, she's we know it can be frozen, frozen. for a hundred years. So yeah, yeah. That's I, that's I cool. like yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. it's like open ended. And you're right. As right. soon as it's done, I'm like, that was fun. I could do that. Like I do. I could do more of that.
0: Like all three sides are left open, right? Like the predator yeah. is left open, aliens left open, and the human is still alive. So yeah. Cool. Okay, Dean. Let's do what if.
1: Okay, let's do it, Tim. <laughs>
0: This might be my favorite what if of all time.
1: Oh, my goodness. The pressure's on.
0: It's because I didn't have to write it myself.
1: Oh, cool. Who wrote it?
0: This one comes, Dean, from Dan O'Bannon himself. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. It's already Uh, my favorite. I haven't even heard it. Get ready for this. So I said that uh, that Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett had nothing to do with the story of this movie. And I, I fibbed a little bit because Dan O'Bannon did provide one idea for the movie, which was shot down. But oh, okay. that idea was, what if the Predators are the aliens? So let me keep going here for a second. So we know in the process of writing the tight-knit story of Alien that they came up with the, all these interesting traits for the Alien based upon the need to make the story work like 100%, right? Like how the alien makes it onto the ship and all that st- all sorts of little details that they needed to to work out to make it make sense. So in alien versus predator, O'Bannon feels like the most obvious creative issue that needed to be resolved was the one of the connection between these two species. What is that connection? In alien, the creature is killed. But as far as O'Bannon was concerned, the creature still had one stage of metamorphosis left. So this is interesting because in our alien episode, we theorized a little bit that the alien might just have had a really short life cycle because it was like really lazy at the Mm -hmm. end. And we thought maybe it was dying. So maybe it wasn't dying. Maybe it was just getting ready to evolve one more time. So what if the aliens evolve into the Predators?
1: Okay, so first of all, at the end of our Alien episode, we talked about the, what ending could have been, and I can't exactly remember whose idea it was, but there was a uh, alternate ending written that was that the alien um, actually kills Ripley and then picks up her recording device and finishes out her log in her right. voice, right, which is something that Predators do. So I love that type of connection. Like that right there, if we saw that first, like if we saw that in Alien, that is for sure the link between the two. And it totally makes sense because we didn't see that. Um, we can't, you know, it, it doesn't link as easily. Um, it's a totally different movie. I don't think it's Alien versus Predator, because if that's the next stage of evolution, why are they taking out like, why are they taking out the earlier stage? It doesn't really make much sense to me. It would have to be, it would have to be just a movie with Alien and Predator in it. It couldn't be like a versus.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe to make some sense out of it, maybe um, if these Predators, maybe this isn't a test for like if they decided to go that route with which they didn't. But uh, let's say that they take Dan O'Bannon's idea and they work that into the movie. What you could do with that then is you could maybe have one of these like uh, Xenomorphs um, being the one that survives. And if it still has one level more to evolve, then that means it's just going to be like that much more of a badass predator. Because in an earlier stage, it was able to take out a predator which was further along than it itself, right? So maybe that's a way of even testing how to get like the best of the best predators is you, you start to fight them when they're one kind of one level lower down on the rung.
1: Right. So where I thought the test was for the predators come in and this is like your test. It's actually flipped. It's like, right. It could have been, it could have actually been the exact same movie and been like, okay, we grow the aliens and then any alien that can get out and get past these warriors is worthy enough to join our ship and become like do the final stage. Right. Um,
0: I think it's really cool.
1: I really like that idea. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, that it's a test for them and not a test for the Predators, especially since we wouldn't have known that going in. We, we would think that we knew exactly what was going on in the movie. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden at the end, when all those Predators showed up, there could be one alien remaining and they could welcome it on the ship and then it could go through its final stage and become a predator. And I would have just been like, oh, shit. That was the greatest have, movie we ever lot, <laughs> We
0: would have all shit our pants. Yeah. It's, uh, it would have been really cool.
1: I kind of love that a lot.
0: But we didn't get it because they were just like, shut up, Dan O'Bannon.
1: What do you we know? We don't like
0: your ideas. Yeah. What do you know? You only created the alien.
1: You only write all the greatest movies.
0: Yeah. I love that it came from Dan O'Bannon and like he there him and um Shuset are always looking for the best ways to tighten up a script right so like totally you know what what why are these two species you know um relating to each other and that's what he came up with and it makes like it makes so much sense they always come up with these great ways to tie things together it's really cool they so. do
1: tim it comes all the way back to how they just had to figure out how the alien in alien would get on the ship And they were just like days after days, they were trying to crack. How do we get the alien on the ship? Like you could just do that Mm. so lazily. Like you could just be like, it sneaks on the ship, but they had to figure out what is the way that that species that they found on that planet gets back on the ship.
0: Right. Which is how they created the face hugger.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which was really cool. It's one of, one of the biggest parts. Uh, okay, cool. Cool. Good movie good movie yeah uh so c- coming up next in line uh is alien versus predator requiem and i just want to go on the record and say that i'm i'm really afraid for this one okay um i i never finished this movie because i turned it off twice
1: interesting and
0: i loved alien versus predator so i wanted to see this one right. i couldn't get through it so
1: i have we're, we're going
0: to you have never, you've never seen it?
1: I've never seen it, and I've heard that no one else has either because it's a really dark movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dark. Do you know? Okay. Can I tell you something? Yes. Because, yes, I read that too. It's dark. Do you know what people mean? It's shot dark. You can't see anything. Like, it's not like it's a dark movie. It's just like it's black. <laughs> that, that I mean, that's uh, one of the many issues in the movie. I'm very curious to try to watch it again because I probably tried to watch it 15 years ago. Yeah. So I promise to everybody I will finish the entire movie this time. Um, curious to see what that episode looks like because yeah. we, up until this point, have talked about stuff that we love. Or or like a lot, but this is because our great listeners. We want to do what they want, and they want to hear us do all the predator stuff. So we're doing all of it. So
1: I'm down, man. That, I'm down. That's for gonna it. come up. I love these monsters.
0: Yeah, it, it. I mean, at the, it's gonna be a super fun episode. Yeah. Like at the very least, like if whatever, if we're ripping on the episode, it'll be hilarious. But, uh, that's gonna come up a little bit down the line. What we got coming up for the next two episodes, though, is our little kind of uh annual podcast at the lake. So Dean, you and I are heading to the lake for a little bit. We're gonna record a couple episodes while we're there. Last last year when we did it, we recorded uh our episodes on Jaws 1, Jaws 2, Jaws 3, and Jaws 4.
1: Yes, it was great. Those
0: are those are great episodes. Go check those out. They're a lot of fun. So we got a couple special Lake episodes lined up. So for the next two weeks, you're gonna hear podcast at the lake. I so was, I thought it was called Cabin Record, Tim. No, it's called Podcast at the Lake.
1: Okay, I'm super excited for uh, Podcast at the Lake slash Cabin Record. The name is still uh, we're still trying to decide on it.
0: We're not. It's Podcast <laughs> at the Lake. I'm looking forward to it because we're gonna be on vacation, so we just get to Ugh. like we're just gonna be relaxed. Yes. We're just chilling out. Uh, just going to have, we have a lot of fun with all our episodes, but those ones, uh, we're going to be in a real special state of Zen. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, we'll be
1: in a, a special state of Zen, but I also feel like I'm going to be really hyper on those episodes. You think so? I think so.
0: Well, I mean, you can still be hyper. We see Dean, you still got to bring the
1: energy. Exactly. I know. I mean, if you, if you listen back to any of our jaws episodes, I feel like I was a little hyper on them
0: you're hyper on most of our I was bringing episodes bringing the hot takes most of our episodes oh yeah yeah you had the hot take on anybody who hasn't listened to our jaws 4 episode you got to listen to dean's hot take on I what's going it. on in that movie i
1: cracked the movie uh, uh, or maybe. did the movie uh, crack
0: you me? Ha- <laughs> it's a great idea yeah i wonder <laughs> i really like where you went with it i don't know if i agree with it but it's it's really cool it's really interesting but anyways dean thank you again for joining this week
1: yeah no problem tim happy to be the co-host this week
0: Yeah, you bet. Uh, I look forward to meeting up with you at the lake next week. Yes, me too. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.